Over 2 million Americans are in prison and approximately 70 million Americans have a criminal record. Bad Boys Jail and Juvenile Ministries believes the church has a unique capacity and calling to respond to the crisis of crime and incarceration. In response, we present Inside Out. And now, our hosts, Wilson and Rascal. Welcome to the Inside Out show and podcast. I'm Wilson along with Rascal, and this is where we spend time helping each other find ways to position ourselves with purpose for positive change. Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Well, today, uh show's going to be a little bit heavy, and there's no pun intended here. It's uh, <laughs> the gravity of God or God's wrath. God's wrath. Gravity is heavy. Yes, it is, and it's undeniable. Right, just, just like God's wrath. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. But uh, before we do, I got to ask you the question, like we always do. Um, when you were a kid, did your mom and dad ever say something like this? If you don't stop, you're gonna regret it. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. And my mother would would not always discipline me right away. Ooh. It was always wait Ooh. till your father gets home. That's almost worse than the punishment. It's awful because it's like I wish she would have just got it over with, but I had to sweat it out all day long. And of course, you know, everybody's familiar with the famous I brought you into this world and I could take <laughs> you <awkward>. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna make an assumption here, but I would assume most parents do these type of punishments through love. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. The old, it hurts me worse than it does you. Right. You don't realize how much that's true until you have kids of your own. Right. I, it's, you know, nobody would allow a child, a young child, to touch a hot stove. Right. I mean, even even to the point of, you know, grabbing them forcefully, per, perhaps, yeah. to, to get them out of there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I've had those things. Kind of another um, aspect of this gravity of, uh, gravity of God or God's wrath is sometimes um, choices have consequences. Oh, yes. You know, and don't we all know that? And one of the things I think I was maybe eight, nine, ten years old, and um, I, I, for some reason, I think I was watching movies with a lot of parachuters in it or, you know, parachuting, you know. Uh oh, I already see where this is yeah. going. So uh, I thought I'd, I'd try it on myself, with myself. So I got a bed sheet and I got on the roof and oh, I thought no. the bed sheet would be a, a, a and the consequences. You know, it. Uh, I think I limped around a while. <laughs> the bed sheet did it slow you down any at all? No, it no. didn't. It didn't. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, the roof was. The, in all honesty, the roof wasn't that high. It was one of these low-profile houses, you know. Yeah. But uh, I guess we're just trying to bring that point home. You know, choices and decisions and actions have consequences. And I tried to beat gravity, and I, well, there's your problem. Your height, the distance you were from the ground, your chute didn't have time to open. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? I don't know. My mom says, what are you doing with that bed sheet? <laughs> oh, Too yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're going to look at uh, this again. This is a, is a, is a, I want to keep using this term to, uh, as a humorous thing, but it's it's a it's a heavy topic. Gra- God's gra- uh, uh, wrath, God's the gravity of God, God's gra- wrath. Wrath is defined as the emotional response to perceived wrong or injustice. 
okay? Um, it's sometimes it's seen as anger, indignation, uh, irritation. Um, we all express it. Oh, yeah. We all express um, a wrath to, to some in, in emotional response to things. Um, God expresses wrath, too. It says it many times, and we're going to go over some of those in a minute. But the difference is God's wrath is holy and just. God's wrath is holy and just every time. Right. You know, people don't want to talk about it, accept it, and some don't even want to believe it. It's too intolerant for today's um, society to accept that God is a loving God, even though he puts out his wrath. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like we just said, you know, if your young child is going to grab that hot stove. Would it be more loving to let them burn themselves? Well, sometimes if it's not a bad burn, it can teach them right not but, to touch it again. You pulling them away is not teaching them not to touch it. Well, what about running into the street? I mean, true, true. You only get one chance of that one, right? So, I mean, it's it, God is love, that, right? You know um, why? You know, a lot, a lot of the people that don't understand God's wrath will say something like, "Why would a kind and loving God punish or destroy. Mm-hmm. You know, the Old Testament talks about him destroying cultures or asking the Israelites to destroy a culture or bring wrath upon certain um, cultures or societies. Why would God do that if he's loving? Well, we could do a whole study on what those cultures were about and why God wanted to destroy them. Right. But we're not going to He never that. He never asked them to wipe out a culture of people who were good people that were serving God and loving others, the, these cultures that they wiped out, when you go into detail of what they were right. doing, they were kind of like what we are now Little, yeah. as a culture. Yeah, sinful for sure. Yes. Sinful for sure. And um, we're going to look at some um, some truths about God's wrath. And I have to reference this article by Joseph um, Schumann. Uh, he helped me with this, this study. So... Um, these are some ways that we can understand the biblical truth about God's wrath. And we, we, we touched on the first one there. God's wrath is just. Mm-hmm. It is just. Uh, too many, to many, the God of the Old Testament is unloving and mean, not to be honored or worshipped because of what we just talked about. Right. You know, he was wiping people out. You know, he didn't, you know, this, that, and the other thing. To be honest, we get what we deserve based on our sinful nature. It's truth. You know, even today. Uh, we talked about things in past shows about um, the consequences of, of, of our actions, and sometimes it, we have to pay the price. Mm-hmm. It might be There's a reaction to an action. Right. It might be incarceration, you know, or it might be uh, you've lost that house, mm-hmm. or um, you've, you know, sometimes losing body parts yeah. know, when you're stupid, you know, things like that. In Romans 2, 5, it says, be, but because of your hand and pendant heart, you are stored up for wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He's watching. He's watching. Always. Right. I mean, but it's a just wrath. Right. It's a just wrath. I guess um, one of the things we have to look at here is he can't be on both sides. Either is or he isn't. Either it's right or it's not right. Either it's wrong or it's not wrong. It's the whole warm and lukewarm thing. Right. Right. So we have to keep that in mind mm-hmm. that um, God is 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 and always will was and always will right. be. Number two is God's uh, wrath is to be feared. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, before I get into that, we have to remember uh, the the fear of God is not uh, cowering in the corner. Right. It, it's it's the knowledge of God. It's understanding of God. It's it's um, succumbing and obeying to His desires. That's what the fear of God is. But in here it says, because we are all sinners condemned beyond Christ to eternal punishment, we are. Right. His. We are to fear him because as sinners, we are condemned. None of us deserve heaven. No, no. We are condemned without Christ for eternal punishment. Um, Romans 3.23, God's wrath is to be feared because we have all fallen short. Mm-hmm. Now, that, now, that's not the verse itself, but that's the crux of the verse. We have all fallen short. Um, uh, we, we, we try and try and try. We could work ourselves bloody and never make it into Oh, right, right. If we don't... Can't earn your way. No, in, until we accept Christ. Jeremiah 32, 17, um, paraphrase, God's wrath is to be feared because he is all-powerful. Mm-hmm. He made the world. It's it's kind of what you said before. I brought you into this world. Right, I can take, take you, you out. out. Right, and, and that's what God is. He, right, he he's our world. creator. He's our creator, right. Um, he's all-powerful. And then Matthew 25, 46 it um, it states something to this effect: God's wrath is to be feared because of the eternal punishment. We we kind of started that um, this number two: God's wrath is fear is to be feared is is the eternal punishment. Right. But we don't have to stay there. Do no, we? we don't. We have the ability to get out of that position, just like each and every one of you have the ability to get out of the situation that you're in right now. Right. It's just uh, kind of stop um, and, and listen and, and pray and, and focus on what's important. Right. Focus on what's important. And, and basically what we're talking about here with God's wrath is the importance of Christ. Mm-hmm. Changing your focus points. Right. Your focus points. Number three, God's wrath is consistent with the Old and the New Testament. Um, sometimes they're seen as contradictory. A lot of people will will say, well, that's the God of the Old Testament. He's not the same as the right. God of the New Testament. You know, um, the Old Testament he's mean. The New Testament he's loving. You know? Yeah. Because you know Jesus was loving. That's you know, he was yeah. a good prophet. But he also kicked over tables and whipped people in the. Yes, he did. That were using God's house as the uh-huh. temple of playing bingo. Oh wait a minute, did I say bingo? I know something. <laughs> what, what, it, it wasn't what he wanted. It wasn't what was supposed to be taking place at church. Right. Um, <laughs> And God called out the Israelites during the Old Testament. He yeah. called them out and said, hey, you're not doing stuff. We're going to put you in captivity for 70 years. Yep. We're going to do this. Well, in, in the same vein, uh, Christ called out Peter. He said, mm-hmm. get behind me. Right? Yeah. He, he wasn't just saying, uh, oh, everything's going to be okay. No, you did something wrong. Right. And you better get yourself right. You better get yourself right. Uh, it's, it's same with the, the, the money changers in the temple. This mm-hmm. isn't right. And it says the Old Testament as well as the New Testament both speak of God's wrath. Um, it says the consistency of, of God speaking to his just care, it speaks to his just character. The consistency of God speaks to his just character. He is God because he is God. Period. That's it. And um, the Old Testament, uh, there's two verses here, or two, yeah, two verses. We have uh, Jeremiah 30, 23, and Nahum 1. Two and basically it says that the wicked will be held accountable. As much as we think we won't, right? You know, we can laugh and say, "Ah ha ha, I, I got away with it," or whatever it might be. Or, yep. I'm not hurting anybody. 
you know, sooner or later. Yeah, we'll catch up with you. Sooner or later, we'll catch up to you. In the New Testament, we have two verses, Romans one eighteen and Revelations 19.15. And it basically says, God will deal with the unrighteous, his enemies, mm-hmm. okay, swiftly and sharply. Um, when we are not in God's will, we're his enemy. Right. Uh, because we're not obeying what he says to right. do, you know, and, and he doesn't like that. I'm sure you have been, and I, I I obviously have been in and out of God's will, and being out of God's will is not a pleasant place to be. It's a no. very dangerous place. My anxiety level goes up. Oh, yeah. Well, it should, you because know. you don't have Christ there guiding you. You should be very fearful. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of a side note. The word discernment sometimes people use it to um, talk about telling the difference between one thing and another. And in scriptures, it, it speaks frequently of a discernment between evil and evil spirits and, and the spirit of God. Yes. And I, I, I asked for that the other day. I, mm-hmm. was, I was doing something and I'm going, is this, you, Lord, I need the discernment of spirits here. Mm-hmm. Not whether or not I should take a left or a right at the stop sign to go the right direction, but is God, is the spirit of evil in this or is the spirit of right. God, which is the difference, you know? Um, it's kind of a side note, but that, that talks about being out of God's will. It's the one thing I pray for the most is discernment. Mm-hmm. Because without that discernment, you can be tricked a lot of times into following something that seems good, mm-hmm. but it's not God's will. It's demonic mm-hmm. that's guiding you in that way. Because yeah. they mask it. They make it look like it's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Right, right. Yeah. He's a liar, isn't he? Yeah. Number four, God's wrath is <clears throat> his love in action against sin. I like that. Yes. It's, it's his action against sin. He hates sin. He mm-hmm. can't be in the presence of sin. And he loves us enough so we can be in his presence. We have to get rid of that sin. Now, we're sinful people. We're going to sin every day. Human body is sinful. But what is it that helps cover that sin? The righteous blood of Christ. Christ, that's correct. If you don't know Christ, um, we would love to share that with you. We'd love to share that with you. You can get that information if you write us at Bad Boys Jail Ministry, P.O. Box 125, Flint Hill, Missouri, 63346. We'd love to send you some information about how Christ's and God's love can uh, save you from this punishment. We're talking about God's wrath. I mean, it's again. This is a very heavy topic. Um, we, we are going to be judged. That's for sure. We are going to be judged. God's wrath is. His yeah, there's love. no way around it. I, I always like um, the man on the street things. Have you ever seen them where they go up to people and they just ask them general questions, mm-hmm. and they'll say. Uh, Ray Comfort does that. Ray Comfort, yeah. yes, I love that. Um, but uh, he'll say, "Are you going to heaven when you die?" You know, just point blank question. And the typically, believe it or not, 99% of them that they ask say, yeah, I'm going to heaven. And he'll say, really? Well, how do you know that? Well, I've been pretty good. I haven't stolen anything big. <laughs> I haven't killed anyone. And that, So what they're doing is they're rating themselves according to man. Mm-hmm. And we can't do that. We have to realize that we are not rated against our fellow man, but we are put up against Jesus. Right, the perfect, the perfect, the not, and and that's that's right. There is what it takes to get into heaven. What you exemplified with Jesus's life is exactly what God requires to get into heaven. So if you can't match up to Jesus, guess what? 
you're not getting in. No, the gravity's going to hit. The gravity hits, and you're not getting in. Right. So if you don't know Christ, uh, write to us at that address, uh, Bad Boys Jail Ministry, P.O. Box 125, Flint Hill, Missouri, 63346. Maybe tell us about the way you have gotten over your your fear right. of, of God and his wrath. God's wrath is his love and action against sin. How can God have it both ways, I'll ask? How can he be... I wouldn't use the word vengeful, but he does say vengeance is mine. Mm-hmm. But how can he be vengeful and loving in the same stroke? First of all, God is the author of love. Mm-hmm. First of all, he is love. He is the perfecter of love. He is the um, he is love. Uh, John First uh, John 4, 8 speaks of, of his love. It is the totality of his love that drives him to be just. We spoke about that. Mm-hmm. He can't be one thing and not another. He has to be what he is. Right. And he can't overlook, if he overlooked, let's say he overlooked your sin, but not mine, would that be just? No. No, it wouldn't. No. It wouldn't be true. Sure. It wouldn't be love. He wants to love both of us equally. Mm-hmm. Uh, without his justice, there would be no love. Psalms 89, 14. Number five is God's wrath is satisfied in Christ. We've just kind of talked about that a little bit. God's wrath is, is justified in Christ. There is good news. There is a way out. There is, and I'm not going to say that we can fool gravity. Certainly we can't fool human gravity, and we can't fool the gravity of the wrath of, of, of God, but there is a way out. The good right. news is Christ. While we were his enemies, he offered us hope, Romans 5, 8, while we were still sinners, he died for us on the cross. How many people can say that, that right. even while someone is, is attacking them against them? I mean, outside of David in the Bible. Right. You know, David David blessed his enemies, prayed for his enemies. Mm-hmm. But how many of us really do that? We know it's the right thing to do, but how many really do that? Yeah. Pray for our enemies and want God to bless our enemies. Yeah. Well, he did David didn't bless one of his friends. No. He sent him to the front lines. He sure did. Right. He sure did. <laughs> We're talking is, after that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wrath is what we deserve for our dis- our disobedience. That's yes. you know, and, and we are gonna be disobedient. Um, when we talk about accepting Christ, we talk about repentance. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we know that the word repentance means to turn away from or go in a different direction. Um, and sometimes we look over our shoulder back at the sin. We sure do. And we go, I like to do that. We again. turn into that pillar of salt. Yes, we do. But with Christ, there is a way out. There is a way not to be held to God's wrath at that judgment time. Because mm-hmm. he's our counselor. He's going to stand up because God's going to go, hey, why should I let Wilson in? Look at all the things that he said he did and all these other things. They were they they deserve my wrath and Christ mm-hmm. will come up and go, I took it for him. Right. Him there is no getting around God's gravity. There's no getting around it. Just like when I was jumping off that roof. Right. I hit the ground. There was no way you're floating. No, there wasn't. Before we move on to some of the rascals' thoughts and words on this, we're going to um, go to plugging into an outlet. And this one is called Help for Felons. This is an organization is dedicated to providing support and direction for felons, inmates, and ex-offenders in every aspect of life. And I have one specific example. It's called the Reentry Program for Ex-Offenders by State. What I mean by that is they have a list of reentry programs by state. Um, you may be hearing us in a different state than we're in. We're in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we write to inmates. Um, frequently, and we can give them resources. Yes, and if any you want to get um, those resources from us, 
please, please, please let us know. And we can add you to our mailing list that goes out six times a year. We have a newsletter that goes out bi-monthly. So um, January, February's will be our next issue going out. Mm -hmm. If you write to us right now, you can still get November's to December's. We can get one of those out to you. But we would love to hear from you or just simply on a piece of paper say, I want your newsletter. Right. Bye. Bye. We can send you some of these yes. links as well. Uh, the entry re-entry program for ex-offenders by state is a pretty good one. I went and kind of drilled down a little bit and found an example for Missouri. There's this is the Missouri re-entry program called Powerhouse Community Development Headquarters. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. Powerhouse Community Development Headquarters. It's it's um, housed uh, at 263 West Morgan Street, Marshall, Missouri, 65340. Their phone number is 660-886-8860. And their email is info at pwrhousecdc.org. That's Info at pwrhousecdc.org. And they have tons and tons and tons of stuff on these websites. Um, again, the contact for help for felons at this time, and we may pass along a street address when we get it, is called helpforfelons.org. Lots of good stuff. And we, again, like you said, Rascal, we have lots of resources. Oh, yeah. We could pass along all kinds of, of different resources about uh, helping you navigate your way out. And I'm going to say this real quick. If if you're listening, if you're a gal or a guy in prison and you're listening and you're about, you're lo- looking at an outdate, now is the time to get ready. Yes. Not two weeks, not a week, not when you are handed your, your license and wallet back as you go across. Right. It's, it's, it's three, six months out. Get yourself positioned. Um, start early. With po- purpose for positive. Start early. And we yep. can help with that. Well, Rascal, we're talking about the gravity of God or God's gravity or his wrath. What, 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 was, what came to your mind in your study of this topic? Well, for every action, there's a reaction. For everything that we do, we have to pay the consequences to it. Um, and there are many people, as we have seen, because we've all watched the the catch a thief and and those that evade the law and they don't get caught and cold cases you know cases that have been out there for 30 40 years and we're talking the people who committed those crimes are like in their 80s and 90s you know and we think huh they got away with it but they didn't no they didn't you know they may have gotten away with it for 30 or 40 years but you can't like you said earlier God sees everything that happens. And we're not talking about elf on a shelf. We're talking about God, a just God that sees everything that goes on. And there's not one thing that gets past him. And if you're sitting in a cell block right now and you didn't commit the crime that they have accused you of, God in heaven knows that. And that's the only person that it matters that he knows the truth. Right. right, That's it. Right. So, we need to understand that there's no judicial system that's going to be perfect because it's all man created. Right. God establishes that we have to live under authority because a society that lives with no authority 
won't last very long. No. It just dissolves. Yeah. And, and, you know, right now we've got this big push to get rid of law enforcement, and we've got prosecutors out there that are turning people loose after they have maybe murdered somebody, mm-hmm. and they're turning them back loose on the street, and we wonder why crime is not going away, and it's only getting worse and worse and worse, because even though I was locked up for a period of time, I went through that system, I didn't like it. If you do, there's something wrong with you mentally, right? right? That right. if you like being incarcerated. But even at that time, I understood that there was no way that I would ever say, I want this system gone. Because there's going to become a time whenever you get out and you're going to work hard for things like a car, for a home. Do you want those things vandalized and nobody be punished for that? No. No. So a system can sometimes need to be fixed or we need to get in there and tweak it a little bit because it may be there may be some things that are wrong with it but eliminating it is never good and god is the same way with us the gravity towards god's righteousness will never go away and like i said earlier i can't compare myself to wilson i can't compare myself to mrs rascal because god doesn't hold me to your standards i'm going to be held to the standards of jesus right And that's what we have to remember. One verse here that I'm going to give you, then we can go. Psalm 139.1. Psalm 139.1. Oh, Lord, you searched me and you know me. He's watching. He knows no matter what kind of outfit you got on, no matter what kind of smile you wear, he knows inside what's really going on. He knows you. Right. And he and that's all that's going to matter in the end, guys and gals, is that God knows us on the inside, and we need to get things right with him mm-hmm. and stop comparing ourselves to others. There certainly is a importance to God's just character. Oh, yes, most definitely. You know, it, it really is a difference between, well, heaven and hell, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, where do we sit on that? What side do we sit on that? And we can brush this off, or you can brush this off, that, oh, this isn't real. You know, do your research, ladies and gentlemen. Read the Bible, and read it with an open mind. Uh, ask one question. Reveal to me if it's true, and just go from there. Don't say, reveal to me it's lies. Reveal to me, you know, it's inaccuracies. No. Reveal to me it's truth. It's a great starting point. And that way, perhaps you can have a better understanding of the gravity of God's wrath or God's gravity. Well, Rascal, thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Um, We do enjoy doing this. It fills our cup for sure. And remember, don't let the devil's schemes control your dreams. See you later, Rascal. See you later, Wilson. Bye, guys and gals. 